This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. With Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. And a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners, Dex.com. They wear receipt bank. They've been through a great rebound. There's a lot of great stuff going on there, Martin, isn't there, at Dex? You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable, and powerful with better data and insights. Those three illustrative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great, clear value proposition. So, as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, but for the businesses you advise, go to dext.com, that's D-E-X-T, dot com and start a free trial or book a demo love that dex gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients and businesses so your accountants get over to dex.com thank you and it's time for the news wherever you are this is global news international news maybe even a bit of regional news we're looking at what's topical in the accounting profession and martin history has a habit of repeating itself doesn't it what have you got for us this week Well, Rob, you won't know because you're not an old person like myself and others. They'll tell you that the current big four in accounting, it wasn't always like that. There was a big five and there was a big eight going back long enough. At the time, it was always thought that those firms were too big to fail. And then the Enron scandal came along and bye-bye Arthur Anderson. Um, And as a result, if not the biggest, then one of the biggest accounting firms in the world toppled and fell and was sold off for scrap all because of one major scandal. Now we have a a gentleman called Richard Murphy this week who writes an accounting web. um, And he's the founder of Tax Research UK. He's also a blogger. And he's put a very, very controversial or perhaps a little bit challenging title uh, on his latest article, which says, how long can KPMG last? (laughs) It's a headline grabber. It's a headline grabber. Now for all of us, listening to this podcast, we will recognize KPMG. And maybe we think that a firm that big isn't relevant to us. And if you're thinking it's not relevant, listen on. Richard opens up by saying, up against a £1 billion lawsuit, that's about $1.6 billion, and constant audit scrutiny, the outlook for KPMG is not as strong as its initial results suggest. Richard Murphy questions whether the big four firm can remain viable in a market where professional credibility is everything. So right from the start here, the the author is saying, is one of the biggest, most financially robust organizations viable? It sounds like a stupid question on the face of it. Of course they're viable. They've got tremendously strong financial results. But he acknowledges that and goes into a deep dive. So straight away he says, KPMG would appear to be in rude health. The average partner profit in the most recently published accounts increased to £688,000 a year, or £436 million in total, with a total turnover increasing to £2.35 billion. However, he says, as all good accountants know, profit and turnover are not always the best guide to the well-being of a company, especially when the long term is being considered. And what he does from there, Rob, is he then looks at KPMG's recent form, which he calls the audit failure timeline. And he lists 
various things that KPMG have fallen foul of. Then he talked about the Carillion audit scandal. Carillion Guys was a major construction company here in the UK. And so he's saying that KPMG's track record in its perhaps lack of attention to detail recently is a risk to recruiting potential clients and new recruits into its talent pool. So the big question here, which I love him asking, says, can KPMG survive a loss of reputation? And he, and he writes that his question is, how long can a firm, that, so we're all long talking about KPMG, he's made it accountancy-wide now, how long can a firm survive loss of reputation on the scale that KPMG has and still remain viable in a market where professional credibility is everything? So here's the news. Obviously, we'll keep an eye on KPMG because that's going to be interesting popcorn, watching stuff. Can a firm survive and be viable in the long term when its professional credibility suffers? Now, let's bring it all the way down from KPMG down to parochial firm in local town. When its professional credibility suffers, when it doesn't return phone calls quickly, when it is known to overcharge and knock down negotiations so far that they saw they were overcharging originally, when it treats its staff poorly, when it doesn't establish its message clearly, these things are micro examples of losing professional credibility. And in last week's news, we talked about TurboTax and other software vendors spending huge money on getting eyeballs of the general public. Now, accounting firms, can they learn from KPMG? Can they see how KPMG is losing professional credibility on an enormous macro scale and bring that down to their own micro scale to say, what are we doing in this firm right now which loses professional credibility for us? And if we continue, are we viable in the long term? That's such a great piece and a, a wonderful thought-provoking question. And of course, we mentioned KPMG, but Ensign Young, Deloitte, PwC, other big four firms are available. They're all under scrutiny for audit and the way they handle their practices. Trust and credibility are premium assets that should be on the balance sheet but are not. If they are under scrutiny, yes, audit might not be under scrutiny for the smaller or mid-tier firms, but your wider question speaks to credibility keeping promises. We had a episode recently on a bonus, Martin, on why didn't they buy? Talking about walking the walk, telling your clients or prospects to get robust pipelines in place and talent pipelines, and then the client says, well, are you doing that? And the accountant says, well, no, or I don't know, and you lose credibility. Exactly right. So let's say we bring up, we, oh, we have a talent and recruitment problem. Why is that? Well, we can't find the right talent. Really? Or did you promise the existing talent things that you never delivered on and trust is broken in the firm? Does that lose professional credibility? When you say that you are a proactive firm who likes to have a partner-led service and the customer experience is nothing like that, does that lose professional credibility? So for me, and that's not. This is not the intention of the author. I'm sure in this article, but what, for me, the, the the question it brings up, not two questions it brings up. One, let's keep an eye on KPMG because what are they doing? But secondly, what's the application for firms that are nothing like that size? The firms are. The, the question is for those firms: What are we doing? What are we doing that's enhancing or losing professional credibility? Because if a large firm can fall, so can a small firm. And I'm mindful of the mantra for many professional services providers, which is don't ever give a client a reason to doubt what you're offering or a reason to not like what you're doing. It all speaks to reputation, credibility, trust. And once it's gone, it is so hard to get back. 
Absolutely. 30 years to build a reputation, three minutes to lose one. You're absolutely right. So for me, for our listeners in this new section, okay, you got some news there. KPMG are being bad boys and girls on a regular basis. But what about your firm? Whether you're a sole practitioner listening to this, whether you're a partner in practice listening to this, whether you're a rising star listening to this, have a look at the customer or client experience, what it feels like to do business with you. And what are you doing that enhances your professional credibility? And what are you doing that loses professional credibility and what adjustments and course corrections need to be made to make sure you remain viable in the long term. Very good. Let's put a final application on that, Martin, and speak to talent and staff. I spoke to, uh, I work on employer brand with a number of accounting firms, as you know, and spoke to a lady that was big four, and she's now gone to a small and mid-tier firm for mental well-being, work-life balance, because the big four firms from an employer brand perspective are famous for taking in the cream of the talent, working them hard 60, 70 hours a week for big money, let's face it, but spitting them out after five, 10 years because they can't hack the lifestyle. And really, would you want to be a part of that as a regime and having the credibility and audit questions to answer from your employer? Absolutely right. To take that stage further, we recently did a research project within our USP practitioner group, uh, which is part of the uh, AI brand and family. And we found that one of the challenges on recruitment, and I know we're not talking specifically about recruitment, but one of the challenges was that jobs were easier in industry. There were easier jobs for better pay in industry. And as you just say there, you know, they went to they went to a smaller firm for, for mental health reasons. Well, whether it's lifestyle, mental health, pay packet reasons, you know, jobs in practice are less attractive to many than jobs in industry. So the big question becomes for any practice, small or large or in between, how do we remain viable in the long term? So your accounting practitioners put that on the agenda of your next board meeting or team meeting or executive uh, gathering and see what kind of questions come up because we are in crazy times where trust and reputation are at a premium. Martin, thanks so much for that news this week. This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett.